0: I was noting the fact earlier that in this room there are exactly three people who remember the original Six Day War and the original Yom Yerushalayim 55 years ago. Rabbi Mishulam was here in Yerushalayim Yer And sometime he'll fill you in on all the stories of what happened to him at that particular time. Very fascinating. Rabbi Karlinsky was in Los Angeles graduating high school and uh, more important than that he was making up at the B'nai Akiva Center in Los Angeles they were making up packages for the soldiers um, and uh, I was a little older than that I was 19 and uh, I don't think I've mentioned it uh, before I guess in my old age I'm allowed to um, actually I was trying to volunteer to come to Israel and uh, help out in some way the was good to me and he saved me from that particular trial but uh, because the war was over before uh, anything they needed anybody to come and help out um, so this goes back and I very well remember the weeks leading up to the war, the trepidation that we all felt really hit home, I remember a couple of weeks before the war actually broke out, I was reading a newspaper article one of the Jewish newspapers in Chicago, and the writer very clearly and unfortunately convincingly pointed out that the state of Israel was in mortal danger, and that it really was. And we're gathered here today to commemorate a victory. When we think about a military victory, that's only the small side of it. The big side of it, the way that it happened uh, through innumerable miracles that according Baruch showered upon the Jewish people at the time. And it behooves each and every one of us to go back. Go back and read about that, read about the war, read about the miracles, read about the experience of people who were there, and it was mamish Mimovas Lechayim, in six days the world was turned around. Today I would like to speak about not only Yerushalayim, but I would like to mention also that if you look back at the Six-Day War, the 28th of Iyar, the city of Yerushalayim was liberated. bi bi'adenu. But the next day, as the war went on, the city of Hebron was liberated. And I'd like to spend a little time Next few minutes speaking about the relationship between the city of Hebron and the city of Yerushalayim. I'm pointing out how they're the same in certain ways, but how they're different. Two of the holiest cities, the two holiest cities in the land of Israel and the world. Of course, Yerushalayim, where the Besamikdush stood, Harabais. And we still go to pray at the remnants of the, at the wall, at the Kotel. The Hebron, the place where our forefathers are buried, starting with Oda, Marishon, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and the Emohs, Sora, Rivka, and Leah, all buried there. And it's indeed a place of holiness, a place of Tfilah, a place which is visited by thousands and tens of thousands of Jews every year and I'd like to speak about the relationship between them just from an interesting historical point of view in the year 1907 the history books tell us that there was a big fight not a fight physically but a din Torah took place in those days The collections for the poor people of Eretz Yisrael was done in Chutzlaretz. And much of it was done through a central committee. And that central committee was responsible for dividing up the tzotkos that were collected all over among the different communities in Eretz Yisrael. In 1907, the city of Hebron, or the community of Hebron, Wanted to strike out on their own. They thought that they'd have a better chance of doing the fundraising on their own, without having to share it with other people. And there was a din Torah. The people of Yerushalayim they weren't happy with that. They wanted to have it the centralization under their control. The people of Hevron wanted to break loose and have it in their way. And the din Torah was brought to Rav Kook and, after listening to both sides, he paskin in favor of Yerushalayim. He said, to the importance of Hebron, however, Yerushalayim is the center, is the holy place, is the center of Klai Yisrael, and in that particular Din Torah, Yerushalayim won. So let's look a little bit more closely at this relationship in terms of what it presents for defining who we are and our relationship to Hashem. Avram Avinu's life in Eretz Yisrael was centered in Hebron. It was from there he went to Har HaMoriah for the Akedah. The bris ben Habesorim was made in Hebron. The bris of the Akedah was in Yerushalayim. Dober HaMelech Was the first, was first the king of Yehuda. And his kingdom was centered in Hebron. As it says in the Navi, that for seven years he was king of Hebron, king in Hebron. And then he moved the kingdom after the unification of Yerushalayim. 33 years he was king in Yerushalayim. But there's a pattern here. The movement from Hebron to Yerushalayim. When the Korban Tomis, was brought in the mornings the Mishnah in Yoma says that the schus of the Avos in Hebron was invoked when when they went up to see the Kohen, the Levi, I'm not sure went up to see whether it was daybreak yet and the time for the Korban had come and he would say, oh yes, it's light I see light and the question was asked is it light until Hebron? and he would say, yes And the Mephoroshim say, the Gemara says, why did they invoke Hebron? To bring out the Schus Ovos. The Korban was brought in Yerushalayim. But the Schus of the Ovos, who are buried in Hebron, that Schus was mentioned as a preparatory introduction to the ultimate, to the bringing of of the Korban. So, though there is no denying the eternal centrality of Yerushalayim, we can safely say, that Yerushalayim, is built, on the bedrock foundation of Hebron. Klai Yisrael, has Ovos, and we have a Rebbe. Kla Yisrael exists, as a nation, slash family, descended from our Ovos. And as a nation, after seven years of, seven generations of preparation, after experiencing Golus Mitzrayim and the miracles of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim we receive the Torah from our Rebbe our foundation is with the Ovos but our Rebbe Moshe Rabbeinu is the one who ultimately gave us the Torah the Mishnah in Baba Mitzhiya teaches Avedos the V'Avedos Oviv." we have a choice you can only do one mitzvah you can return a lost object to your father or to your rebbe. Which one takes precedence? The Mishnah teaches us: your rebbe takes precedence. Avedas rabo Kodemus. Why? Because your father brings you into this world. Your rebbe brings you into the world to come, to Olam Haba We come into this world as children of our fathers we enter into the next world as the children of our Abayim. But these two are connected. One is the framework and the other is the content. From his parents, a child inherits his basic Midos. Parents mold and shape a child to the point where the inner spiritual content will have a place to rest. Derech Eretz Kodmol and as we know from Abchaim Vital, that is the reason the Torah does not have mitzvos regarding mitz- midos. Midos are the prerequisite for Torah, and the essential midos are implanted, put into the child by his parents. They're the ones who raise him. They're the ones who teach him to say hello and thank you. They're the ones who show him how to behave and get along in this world. And then, when he's ready, he's prepared. He has become a Kli. So then, the parents can turn him over to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe can then fill that Kli with the spiritual content of Torah. Similarly, we have two parshiyos in Kriyashma. In the first parsha, it says, Vishinantom Levanecha. In the second, it says, Vilimadatem Osam Ezbenechem. Rashi teaches us about these two psukim the second parasha says Rashi and Chumash is addressed to fathers when your son starts speaking teach them to your children to speak your son starts speaking teach him Torah teach him a foundation of what Judaism is all about that, the Torah, that Moshe Rabbeinu taught us the Torah Teach him Loshon HaKodesh says Rashi What is Loshon HaKodesh? This is the formative stage when linguistic concepts are hardwired into the child's brain The concepts of basic Emuna and Torah and in Hashem Yizbaruch. The first parsha is addressed to the Rebbe Vishinantam Levanecha says Rashi Elu HaTalmidim we have—that's the Rebbe—is to teach the Talmidim, and as we see, the Talmidim are also considered to be the Bonim. To, to, right? That's our the spiritual children of the Rebbe, of his are his Talmidim. The Rebbe is one charged with filling the vessel with spiritual Torah content. And another parallel I'd like to share with you: We're here between Pesach and Shavuos, the holiday of Pesach. He got a It's a story about the parent passing on the tradition of the basic amuna to his sons. We got a Where do we celebrate Pesach? We celebrate Pesach in our homes with our parents as much as possible, right? because that's where the Mesorah of father to son is passed on. Where do we celebrate Shavuos? Shavuos is the Chag of Matan Torah, Seinu, and Akharish Baruch who gave the Torah to us, through Moshe Rabbeinu that's the holiday of the Rebbe that's the holiday of Moshe Rabbeinu when he gave us the Torah, and fittingly we celebrate Shavuos certainly when we're students in Yeshiva, Bachorei Yeshiva we celebrate Shavuos and Yeshiva Pesach is at home, that's where the foundation is Shavuos is in the Yeshiva, that's where the Kli is filled with Torah Shavuot is the holiday of the Rebbe the greatest of all prophets who is the conduit for Torah so perhaps we can connect some dots Hebron is where we come from Yerushalayim is where we are going to Hebron is our connection to the Ovos who are we? we are the sons of our Ovos but Yerushalayim defines our mission in this world Yerushalayim is the place of the beis HaMikdash where the luchos of Moshe Rabbeinu were kept where the Korbanos of Harsinai were performed as it says ho asuya sinai, that we go back to Harsinai as being the place where the of the karbanos was taught to us the path of our history is the path which was one perhaps leaves his parents home and comes to Yeshiva to go from to from Hebron to Yerushalayim to Yeshiva to learn Torah but the path was already forged by Avraham Avinu himself when he journeyed for three days from Hevron to Hara Maria, to the Mokom Amiktosh, to do the Akeda, he showed us the direction. And I'd just like to share another thought, which is also related, and very relevant to the Gemara that many of us are learning in the afternoon, in Masech Brachos. Machlokas, in the beginning of the fourth of Masech Brachos. Tfilos, Ovos Tiknum, or Kinege Tmedim Tiknum. Or the Tfilos. Where there are the Tfilos, the free Tfilos that we say? Shachris, Mincha Marev. Kinege the avos, Avram Yisoki Yaakov. Or Kinege the Tmedim. There's the Tomechel Shachar. Right, for the Shachris. Tomechel Ben Arbaim for Mincha. Haktorev Eivorim For Marev. And I'd like to quote right, somebody who not here in the room right now, but he spends a fair amount of time in our base medrash in the afternoons. Somebody's good to know how to meet. To, to meet. And his name is Araf Shimon Yerushalmi. He sits in the back on the left some, sometimes, now less than he used to, and he types away, writes this for him, the big, big Talmud Chokham, And he wrote a Sefer on Tfilo, which I believe is a very, very useful, very beautiful, valuable Sefer on Tfilo. And he writes is follows it's clear that our tefilos rise to the heavens through the Beis HaMikdash all the sources say that Shlomo HaMelech said it when he built the Beis HaMikdash but Rabbeinu Bechayim Pashas Chari Surah says that the Torah emphasizes that Sarah was buried in Hebron in the land of Canaan and it says it was a schus for Sarah to be buried in Hebron says the Rabbeinu Bechayim right? He says that this is also, Hebron is also a place where the tefillos go up. Some tefillos go through Yerushalayim, but some tefillos go through Hebron. And so Risham and suggests that when we examine the structure of the Shmoneser, we have three brachos at the beginning, three brachos at the end. Three brachos at the beginning, God tells us, the first is the bracha of of the the Chesed of Avram, the the Avo, Mogen Avram. The second is Keneged Yischa Gvura. The third is Keneged Yaakov, Mira Teferis, Mira Sagdusha. Three brachos at the beginning, Keneged the Avos. The three brachos at the end are about the Avoda. Two parts of Shmona Esrei. At the beginning, we relate to Hakadosh Baruch as our father and the father of our fathers. He is the ultimate father. He is the one who created us, who gives us the chesed. In the middle brachos, we ask for what we need that, 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 that chesed should be channeled to us. And at the end, we turn back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and we say, and thank you for everything that you give us and thank you for everything that you will give us and we want to serve you in your holy temple in, 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 in Yerushalayim. The two halves of our tfilah Start in Chevron and ends in Yerushalayim. So, just to review again and connect the dots, Chevron is the starting point. Olam Chesed Yibana, that's the foundation of the world, is the Chesed of Avraham Havino. Our Father, the Creator who created us, sustains us just because He created us. Chevron is where we are coming from. And then we pray for our needs with constant awareness that they come from Hashem. And then comes the time to give thanks. We celebrate Yom Yerushalayim. But in order to appreciate what Yerushalayim is, we have to know that though Yerushalayim is the ultimate destination, there's a Yom Chevron which precedes it. There's a road which we need to travel from Kli to Content, from Sun to Talmud, from Pesach to Shavuos, from the beginning of Shemur and to the end, from Hebron to Yerushalayim one final word though today's Yerushalayim is a day of thanksgiving for what we have received but what we have received so far is only a very very pale forerunner of what Yerushalayim is meant to be chas that we should anyway think that we have arrived at our destination we have very very far from where we need to go we're thankful for what we're given we're thankful that HaKadosh Baruch Bezrat Hashem has put us on a miraculous path we hope that we'll ultimately reach step by step the Geul HaShlema but we still have to remember that Am Yisrael and Yerushalayim right, with with what, with what we have on top of the mountain right, we're still very very far we have a long way to go and our Tfilas always have to be that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will maintain and continue in his guiding us towards our altar Geula.